You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, before we do get into today's story, I do want to give you a warning that it does contain talk of a severe injury due to a drunk driver. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. Thank you. This story is from Searching for Story from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit and says, Am I the Arsehole for telling my brother that not everything is about his disability? I, 17 female, am so over my brother's 18 male attitude. My brother was born with a chronic condition where he has to use forearm crutches. He can sometimes get around without them, but he needs them whenever he goes out. When we moved to our home, he got the bedroom on the main floor and I took the upstairs one because stairs were way easier for me. A few months ago, I was hit by a drunk driver while driving home from an event. The accident was pretty bad, but thankfully everyone lived. I was very injured in the accident and am now wheelchair bound for the foreseeable future. Doctors are hopeful I regain full control over my legs, but it's too early to really know. Because of this, my parents told my brother that he would have to take the upstairs room because I literally cannot go up there without my dad carrying me or literally crawling. He was not thrilled with this and flipped out, yelling about how it was too hard for him to use the stairs every day. I'm sympathetic to his struggles, but We only have two bedrooms for us and I quite literally cannot use the stairs. My mum offered that we could share a room but his room is already tiny and will be a tight fit for me and him. Two beds in my wheelchair and he also hated the idea. This morning he was complaining about how awful it was that my parents were making their disabled child go up a full flight of stairs every morning and night. I snapped at him telling him that not everything is about him and his disability. He seemed quiet and mad for the rest of the day. I did apologize for being kind of harsh, but he just walked off. My parents are looking into getting some type of chairlift for the stairs, but they are really expensive. It'll be a while before we can get one. Am I the asshole? And we're going to start in the comments with CBM984 and says there's a lot of not the asshole, but I'm going to go with no one's an asshole here. Just because your brother is more mobile than you doesn't mean he's mobile enough to use the stairs on a regular basis and not risk hurting himself. It also really sucks to be told it's that or share your already small room with your sister. Of course, this isn't your fault either. You didn't ask to be put in this crappy situation, but neither did he. Which Dina Felice replies that and says this. I also noticed there was no mention of the dad potentially carrying the brother or at least assisting him up and down the stairs the way there was for OP. I just have a bad knee and some days I just can't manage steps for any sort of true emergency. It'd be incredibly stressful to be told that I have to do it every day, first thing in the morning and last thing at night for an unspecified length of time. Opie says that's my bad. My parents are super willing to help my brother upstairs on his bad days, but it's still overall inconvenient for either of us to be upstairs. And I kind of wonder if there's just like a, another option to this. Is there like a, another spare room downstairs where you can put up a stud wall 
And I only say that because like when I was younger, we lived in a small house and I had three older brothers. One of them was already moved out, but the other two were sort of in and out when they were in relationships, like over year periods. Sometimes they'd come back home and the living situation would have to be switched for whatever reason. I didn't mind it. I quite enjoyed going from different rooms. Sometimes we had to share a room. When I got a bit older and I wanted my own space, they decided to, you know, just put a stud wall up in one of the rooms and I got my own little space. It wasn't huge by any means, but I absolutely loved it. And I just thought maybe that might be an option. But Studious Noodle says not the arsehole. I sympathize with your brother's situation, but can't help but wonder if he's come to expect some preferential treatment in your family without consciously realizing it. You are disabled and it's not fair to either of you to have to share rooms at your age. The Hive Queen says no one's an asshole here. Short of buying a new house, which may not be possible given the market and medical bills if you're in the US, there isn't a perfect solution. You're a little harsh on your brother, but he's being a bit self-centered. It's kind of a shitty situation all around. Are there any renovations that could be done to the upstairs bedroom to make it bigger for your parents or a way to section off part of the living room to make a room for you, even if it's temporary? Something is better than nothing at least until you get a better idea of your prognosis. Best of luck to you, OP, and your recovery. Irish Well says, tentative, no one's an asshole here. What you said was pretty bad. I'm cutting you some slack because you're adjusting to a shitty situation. But your brother's needs have not got less just because you have more urgent requirements. He needed a downstairs room before. He still needs one now. I know there isn't one available and he's having to use an upstairs one for now, but he definitely doesn't have to be happy about it or pretend it's not really hard for him to manage. And trust me, he knows everything does not revolve around his disability. He's had this his whole life, putting limits on what he can do, where he can go and how much extra things will cost for him. And that is still his situation now. You may get better. He definitely will not. Do not diminish his situation just because yours is new and horrible. And one more comment from Iram87 who says, if your parents can climb the stairs with no issues, I don't care what their sleeping arrangements would have to be. They have to make accommodations for their two disabled children. Just because you are now more disabled than your brother doesn't mean he's suddenly not disabled. And the logic that your dad will help your brother goes both ways. Why not keep you upstairs and have dad carry you every time? You are not an asshole for needing new accommodations. Your brother is not an asshole for continuing to need his accommodations. Your parents are the assholes for not accommodating you both. You are not the arsehole. Your parents are. And I think it's fair to say on this one, the majority of the comments were not the arsehole or no one's the arsehole here too, for pretty much the reasons that were mentioned in the comments. But a couple of days later, OP does update the post and says, I talked with my parents and brother. I think we're going to be okay. We're now planning on renovating our living room into a bedroom, adding a door and stuff. For now, we're putting up a curtain and I'll be staying in there so my brother can have his old room back. The curtain is a super temporary solution and I'm fine with it as long as it's temporary. I talked with my brother about how we've been feeling. He has been stressed that now that I also need help, maybe his needs won't get met. And I felt like he wasn't being understanding of the huge change I'm going through right now. I was hoping my brother and I could get closer through this hard time and bond over our shared struggles. I wasn't feeling supported by him and lashed out, which wasn't fair to him. We brought these concerns to my parents and they talked with my brother. They promised him that they can always tell him if he feels his needs aren't being met. My parents don't want him to feel like a secondary priority. Things are good between my brother and I now. He gets why I lashed out and I apologize to him. I think we're going to be okay. And there was lots of different opinions on that update. Some people saying, you know, the parents should have done a lot more. Some people complaining about the brother not saying sorry at the same time and, and the brother's attitude towards the whole thing. But I think everyone universally was saying, do not drink and drive 
But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Now this one's from a bit of a different subreddit called r slash DJs from the user stuck at the comma who says groom walked out. I've got a gig on Friday and the groom left the bride. Here's the thing. Bride's family is all coming into town so it's shifted to a party. I've heard from the planner that the bride is devastated and not in the mood or mindset to make decisions about music, which I respect and understand. Has anyone ever dealt with this scenario? How'd you navigate? Thanks in advance and wish me luck. Lol, the playlist. Edits, this garnered a lot more attention than I expected, so thank you all for your input, both intelligent and the not so intelligent. <laughs> However, I do want to address a couple of things. One, this is not a panic post. I'm not asking what should I do. After rereading the post, I can see how you may have thought that. However, the intention of this post was more of a share your story type of thing. I'm not terrified of the gig. I'm confident enough in both my DJ and social skills that this will not be a nightmare set. Two, I mentioned in the comments that I had the bride review the playlist, and I think some of you took this as me asking her to choose the music for the event. If you were one of these people, you were wrong. I simply wanted to make sure that I do not play a song that she does not want to hear which I believe is completely reasonable in this scenario. Three, some of you suggested that I just refund and cancel the event. I'm not sure if you understand how weddings or events for that purpose work. There are a lot of elements to weddings, venue, vendors, entertainment, family, etc. I've had to talk with both the bride and the planner. I've offered to waive my cancellation clause for this particular case and the bride wishes to continue with the party. Why should I cancel on her? A groom already left her hanging and you're suggesting that the DJ follow suit. I question some of your professionalism. It sounds like you're already afraid of a challenge. The worst case scenario for me is that I learn and know how to play this gig next time. Should the scenario ever arise again? Thank you for those who provided usable advice and thank you to all of the little trolls under the bridge. I'll make an updated post after the event and let you know how it goes. Now, for me, I found this one really interesting because obviously it's coming from a professional doing their work and they're having to go to this party and, and they know there's been some drama. So you'll be thinking about, oh, what could happen at this party? Is, you know, is the groom going to walk back in? Is some family members, is there going to be potential drama or this kind of thing? But also, I guess being a DJ, you have to be careful of the music you play. You know, there's a lot of stuff that you could have potentially played at the wedding that you can't play now you know i guess you have to be careful about love songs and breakup songs all this kind of stuff just had a google of potential songs that could be a nightmare something like somebody that i used to know i will always love you neither one of us you've lost that loving feeling someone like you i mean i guess they could just go on and on but op's a professional i'm sure they've got this what hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part they're all about safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dr. Golden says, so are you sticking with the original playlist or asking for a new one? Opie says, I've asked the bride to review the playlist and she replied with, the music is fine. Luckily, she gave me a few genres to work with and... In the initial planning phase and she also mentioned disco is a crowd pleaser also it'll be a latino crowd so that opens up a few genres i've got a foundation and i'll just work from there i guess i stay away from songs that are a part of the ceremony and super lovey songs i know dad's favorite song is staying alive so if i see him in a good mood i drop it and work off his energy lol water is golden says again so my daughter is getting married soon and i can only think of a very few specific reasons a groom would walk out. Without getting super detailed, I would assume someone is a piece of shit. As a DJ, I would be very concerned with figuring out if I was dealing with that 50% of the couple. A typical bride would probably cancel the party if the groom walked away, so it's fair to assume you were dealing with someone who colors outside the lines. What type of bride might a groom walk away from? This is your client. The groom could indeed be a complete piece of garbage, but you will never know one way or the other. All that you can know for certain is that you are playing for someone who was almost abandoned at the altar. Someone ran away from her. Your gig will be a great or terrible experience depending on if the runner was right. Opie says this ran through my mind as well. What would make me walk out a week before the wedding? Somebody definitely did something, but that ain't my business, lol. For me, the show must go on and my goal for the night is to get her to smile at least one genuine smile. Spicy Disco says, this is the best post I've seen in a while about working as a DJ, so kudos. I would hate doing this gig, but if you pull it off right, you'll provide a very memorable experience for all the attendees. I would ask the family if they want an emo night or if they want happy music. It's like DJing a funeral, which is a thing I've done. The family wanted disco music because the person who passed away was very involved in the disco scene in the 70s and 80s. The family wanted to celebrate his life and have a party in his memory. The event was sad, but the folks at the party took turns between tracks to share fun memories about the dude and laughed, danced, got a little drunk, and a bunch of old people smoking weed. If they don't want to be reminded the guy left, don't remind them. But if they want a party where everyone shits on the dude, play that man-hater music all night long at full blast. Good luck and Godspeed. Opie says, thank you for the thoughtful answer. I've at this point equated in my mind to playing a funeral. Bride did mention initially that Disco is a crowd pleaser, so it sounds like our situations will be similar, lol. Any bangers, you remember that hit, outside of the usual suspects. And then that user came back in and provided a whole list of, of different tracks for OP, but, you know, I'll let you look those up if you want to. <laughs> OP did update the post and says, yeah, groom was tripping. Alright, so first off, I do not know what led to the breakup. The planner didn't know and I wasn't going to ask around, lol. What I do know is, this was in no way, shape or form a nightmare gig. The bride showed up and she looked amazing. She wore a skin-tight all-white sparkle dress, not a wedding dress and a huge smile on her face. The whole family was fitted head to toe. They all looked good and were ready for a good time. As far as the actual music went, this was some of the most fun I had as a DJ. I took the advice from a lot of you on here and took requests. A large portion of her family flew in from Colombia, so I learned some new songs. About 45 minutes in, the bride disappeared for a bit and had her moment, but her family was so hype and supportive of her that she was able to mentally escape and enjoy the rest of her night. A couple of highlights. 
started pouring rain right as dad started his toast. And one single rumble of thunder happened exactly after he said, I know my baby will always be protected by God. Then it stopped and a rainbow came out and the bride took pics in front of it. I know it all sounds like BS. That only happens in a movie, but I promise it did. Bride's family all brought props and hats to the party and danced with and they all got used. I danced salsa with the bride and didn't step on her feet. Huge pop for the Macarena. My Latin crate has some shiny new gems. I got invited to play in Italy. Tip envelope was heavy. When all was said and done, everyone sweated out their problems and had a great night. The bride has a very strong support system and I think she'll be fine. I truly do applaud the grace she showed. I can only imagine the emotional roller coaster she's been riding. Thanks again for all your input, suggestions, advice, and luck this community provided prior to this gig. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story from Tall Entertainer 835 who says, Am I the arsehole for letting my child ride her pony to school? My 36 female child, 7 female, asked if she could ride her pony to school last week. For context, we have a small paddock attached to our home where we keep two horses, one for me and one for my child. Every morning before school, my child gets all of her pony chores done before we leave and we normally walk to school, which takes around 20 minutes. We live on the outskirts of a fairly populated city where it's not uncommon to see horses occasionally, but we are by no means in a rural village. I agreed to let my daughter ride her pony to school because I thought it was a harmless, fun thing to do. And it also gives the pony some exercise as we had evening plans and wouldn't be riding that evening. We arrived at the school gates and of course gathered a little bit of a crowd, which wasn't a problem. The pony is very good and lapped up all the pats and strokes from kids. One girl came bounding over from the year above my daughter and started shouting at me saying she wanted to ride. I politely told her that she couldn't because she doesn't have a riding hat and she would have to learn on a safer horse. She immediately started hysterically crying and pleading with her mum, saying she wanted a ride. Her mum looked at me with disgust and said, See, this is what happens when you have no self-awareness and bring a fucking horse to a school, and stormed off, dragging her kid with her. I was a bit taken aback, but ignored her. Sent my child into school and walked the pony home. I was talking to my friend this weekend, and she said I was in fact a problem, and I was blatantly showing off, and should have known that this would cause upset and problems. My response is I turn up to the school gates in jodhvers and boots regularly so everyone probably knows I have horses. Is that showing off too? All I wanted to do is let my daughter do something a bit silly and fun. Now I'm really overthinking it though and almost feel nervous to do the school drop off tomorrow. So am I the arsehole for letting my daughter ride her horse to school? Edit, I wanted to clear some things up. Firstly, I'm based in England. Secondly, the pony never went into the school grounds. There was a small patch of grass about 30 meters from the main school gate and we stood there so no child with allergies would have been subject to horse germs if they didn't deliberately come over to us. This also means that I don't feel like I should have run it by the school. And lastly, the pony is an ex-riding school pony. It has been surrounded by kids its whole life and used to do kids' birthday parties and everything. I know animals are unpredictable, but I was 99.999% sure that this pony would be fine and actually just appreciate the fuss of the tiny humans. He absolutely did. And we'll start off in the comments with, you're the arsehole, come on. It's not rural. Your kid doesn't need to ride a horse to school and cause a ruckus. Sure, it's on parents to ensure their kid knows boundaries, but come on. A horse at school is not something a parent needs to deal with. 
Drop-off and pick-up is busy, hurried. This parent didn't feel entitled to a kid riding. She was annoyed that you felt entitled to cause chaos during an already challenging time. Did you even check with a school admin before doing this? Just lacking consideration and self-awareness. I'd call the office and apologize. If they say it's fine, okay, but I'd be shocked if they said it was. Another commenter says, everyone sucks here, but mainly you. You are definitely flexing here with your pony. It's pretty straightforward and desperately to tell your child no. It's not harmful to them to hear that. I think you knew you'd get a crowd at the school and you knew there'd be some jealous kids there. I just can't believe you'd be that clueless. Another commenter says, not the arsehole, that woman blames other people for a clear lack of parenting skills. Just to manage her child's expectations. My husband takes our daughter to school on a motorcycle and it draws the same attention without the entitled demanding a ride and rude response. Edit to add, would you bring in a puppy with you elicit the same responses? I think not. You would not be the arsehole. Wandering Alphabet says not the arsehole. The other parents need to teach their kids that you can't always have what other people have. It's a fact of life. And this is coming from someone that grew up below the poverty line. Are they going to be mad at another parent for driving an expensive vehicle? If I was the parent, I would just tell my kid, look at the pretty horsey, but don't touch it unless they let you, okay? Meg C says not the arsehole. Eye-catching, but nothing wrong with that. The horse is a part of your life. My dad used to turn up on his motorbike when I was old enough to give me a ride home from school. Nobody else got picked up on a moped, let alone a 750cc motorcycle. I know he was showing off and he worked in a factory, so he liked to be in the open air after a shift ended, but it was still dead cool. And one more comment from PML75 who says you're the arsehole for thinking the children wouldn't get worked up over a pony. People saying it's the same as a sports car or motorcycle are wrong. Vehicles are cool. Ponies are magical, especially to children who don't see them every day. While it's not your job to manage a particular child's emotions, and that kid who lost it sounds spoiled. Showing up unannounced with a large animal to school is asking for trouble. But what do you guys make of this situation? Maybe we've got some parents in the comments here as well. How would you feel if someone turned up to a pony to your school? Would it cause chaos? Would it wouldn't? Would you be bothered by it? Do you think it's cool? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. You are all absolutely awesome. Please don't forget that. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Much love, you cheeky so and so's. <laughs>